God bless America and God bless Ric Flair. Go for it. Woo! Styling and profiling. I've lost it. I've lost reality. And when I lose reality, somebody else pays the price of a lifetime. Sick. Scary voice. Yeah, you just have to ignore it. You just have to act like it didn't happen. Okay. Yeah. You know, there's not one time where nobody's not brought it up. <laughs> um, so just uh Sailor, just the rules here are uh we don't allow British on this podcast. So okay. you gotta pre- you gotta talk with an American accent. You gotta pretend you're not uh you're not British. Well, um, I'm, I've never been great at accents. I've got to be honest. Um, yeah, well, it's too late now. You've already, you've already. Have I, have I given it away? Yeah, you've already. How about we say that. I'm a Texan pretending to be British? A That's Texan, pretty convincing, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm doing a really good British accent or a bad one, depending on your perspective. I think uh, people would still say like, "Oh, that sucks." He's totally faking it. A lot of people here don't think I'm like British. It's fucked up. Well, they like think I'm British, but they don't think I'm English. It is the the more I talk to you uh, Brits, the more I realize there are different dialects. Oh, there's it's a lot of different dialects. It's not like, just I, my hometowns. What kind of British is Neggy? <laughs> He's a uh, the American Jewish type of British. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> It's like he seems to be picking up some Scottish slang, but I would not, you know, I can't picture him actually saying these things out loud. Oh, wait, didn't you hang out with him? No, no I was, uh, another guy did, but, uh, you know, he keeps inviting me to. Are you scared? I think he, I think he invited I you know. to a, I think he invited you to a gangbang, if I'm not mistaken. I, I believe he, yeah, several times has invited me to either run a train on people or to, you know, spit roast someone. I think as yesterday he invited me to double penetrate someone. He, you know, it's his thing. <laughs> it's like, I, and it also to do acid with him. And he wants me yeah, to bring yeah. him drugs. So it's like, he's you know, a, he's, he's, a, he's a wild card. He's a wild card. I, I appreciate that. I think Nerdy's pretty funny as an existence. I like that. So he's definitely a character because I've never talked to somebody so nerdy. But also extremely degenerate. <laughs> yeah, he's he's an odd type. He's very confident in his degeneracy too. I re- sort of respect him in a in a lot of ways. Yeah. He's, he's just got the worst opinions, he and he's it. very confident in them. Mm-hmm. He does own all that. Now let's get down to business. You have ties to George Soros. Is this correct? Uh, well, okay, that's a tough opening question, mate. Whoa. You're saying we have to drag? Yes. Um, I'm George Soros's <laughs> uncle. Uh, I actually control him from the chat. No, uh, I do have some sort. It's not really much of a tie personally, but there is a distant relative of mine, not that distant, second uncle, um, who is a very close friend and business partner of his. And uh, it's on, like, you know, the top rich list and all that. I will say. Uh, I was disowned before I was born by him, so I don't really stand much chance of gaining anything from that. But, and because um, you are not cut, he continues to disown you. 
Yeah, the not being cut was a problem, I think. Um, uh, you know, big on circumcisions, <laughs> I guess. I, I don't really know. Well, I think the truth no. is I'm not that... I wasn't raised Jewish enough. And even, like, some of my cousins that were raised more Jewish, he's, like, like still weren't, you know, part of that family. We're sort of the poor side of the family. They're the rich side. That's, uh... I gotta say, that's cult-like behavior. At what age did they issue to you uh, Jews the uh, Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion? When that's you guys... a good question. I think I might have missed that one in the mail. Um, but for my cousins, I'd say from the age of maybe eight. I think that's okay. a reasonable starting point. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> some of them were, like, a bit, actually. <laughs> it was, it's weird, because, you know... You, I didn't have that many family get-togethers with all of them, only the cousins I was closest to. But when we did have these big family get-togethers, I've got like 400 cousins, and a lot of them are very Jewish, and uh, don't take too kindly to me not being as Jewish as them, or as, you know, whatever as them. How does that come up in conversation? Well, they were just quite openly like, yeah, we don't really like you, you're not Jewish enough, and they'd like speak in Hebrew or whatever it is. Like, <laughs> no way. Really? Just sort of standing there. Yeah. You know, I'm just, because I'm chilling. You're really. Just standing there with, oh, yeah. I can imagine the, them well, talking. I'm like there with my half sister. <clears throat> I'm no. there with my half sister and she's like blonde hair, blue eyes. She's are not these... Jewish. So it's like. Are these like, uh, like Orthodox Jews then? Or like, like. Uh, no. Another question. You have 400 cousins or so. I don't uh, actually I mean, have 400. I got a lot. I've got more than I know. All right. Well, that's more than I can say because I know all my cousins. I have maybe 15 or 20 of them. Yeah. But as a Catholic, you know, not that my uh, extended family abides by this, but, you know, we don't believe in contraception. Right. Is that the case for Jews as well? Since you have, I mean, you have so many uh, cousins. I believe my family doesn't. Um, my family also is tended to do arranged marriages from the age of, you know, uh, it gets set up when you're younger, but usually they're married uh, like 18, um, so sometimes younger. Wow. I know my aunt was married when she was like 16, I think. Nice. So, you know, weird. it sort of creates that environment where there's a lot of people. And it's also because like... my family just fucked a lot, especially my granddad. He, my granddad got too much pussy. It caused too many problems, you know. <laughs> and he's still kind of kind of going around, right? He's, yeah, uh, he's, he's, he's still at it. Has, wh still who's, at his, who's his youngest kid? Who's what's the um, youngest? Kid? I don't know actually. I mean, younger than? Do you have do you have an aunt or an uncle that's younger than you from your grandfather? I, I'm not younger than me. No, that would be pretty impressive, given that he's like you know in his eighties or. I had a what friend I, who I had a friend whose grandfather had I think like thirteen kids, and some of those kids ended up younger than my friend who would be their n nephew. That's pretty impressive. Now his yeah. current wife is like uh, pretty old too. She's like only like I think she's like twenty years younger than him, maybe thirty. So she's, so she's like a bit older. Now. She's older than my mom, but like yeah. not by a huge much. She's like. 10, 15 years older. <laughs> you know, wow. It's not a huge difference, but 
So let's get into it. Uh, I think we're avoiding the elephant in the room. You, you were a part of a blood sex magic uh, sacrifice cult. Go ahead and talk about that. Well, you know, I sacrificed a lot of babies. Um, that was the whole thing. No, it was like it was a cult, but it's not sort of the sort of classic satanic cult. It right. was a hippy dippy Zen Buddhist cult, which you know still functioned in pretty much the exact same way you'd expect another cult to function in. Are these so, common yeah, in England, or are these? I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> I didn't it's know just, many other people. So it's just as bad as uh, as weird in England as it would be in the United States to be a part of a cult. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's as weird, if not maybe more weird. Um, you know, my mum quite strange. So that's yeah, I mean, you guys. So what 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 did this uh, all entail? You've told me about it before. I just want this to be uh, recorded. Record. And, <laughs> yeah, on public record. record. We all yeah. Know. Just <laughs> um, well, you know, it was. There was like a lot of elements to it, so it depended. There was like a sort of inner sanctum deal where certain members had like more responsibilities and knew more stuff about what was going on. I mean, a lot of it was just stroking the cult leader's ego, this uh, Irish guy. Um, you know, he had a shaved head, but apart from that, I couldn't say he was very monk like. Um, did this guy seem like he was into what he was doing or was he just trying to have sex with young women? I think he was into himself. Um, I didn't really like him from the get-go. I sort of always had a problem with him. And, you know, I didn't get, like, punished too hard because I was only, like, half a member. I wasn't, like, a full-time fully living there. Uh, I'd live there, like, you know, three, four days all for the week. And then I'd be in, you know, my normal house the rest. Uh, they <laughs> had, you, like, several you... different houses. Did you enjoy that or did that like if I was a kid and I didn't want to be somewhere, I would be like if I wanted to be somewhere, that's one thing. But if I didn't want to be somewhere, I would be so miserable to like be dragged to go somewhere. I probably wasn't the happiest there. Um, I yeah, there were some bits that were cool. We got to do some like basic martial arts stuff. We got to, you know, fight each other with sticks pretty often, Um, which, you know, (laughs) it's like. I mean, it was called, you know, practicing star farts with the bow or whatever, but it's just hitting a guy with a stick at the end of the day. Right. Um, it wasn't very spiritual. It was just, for me anyway, I was just, you know, hitting dudes with sticks. And um, it was weird because a lot of the people in the cult were like people I interacted with outside of it, regardless. Like uh, uh, one of them was my next door neighbor um, and my uh, one of my best friends at the time's mother. And... Uh, Several actually worked in the school I went to, one of which was my biology teacher. How did that come about? Did did you guys like spread the word or like did you guys just happen? Did you guys all kind of migrate to one area to where it made sense that so I many think it of was you... sort of a slow build? I think a lot of I mean a decent amount of these people were fairly local to the area anyway. We had like people come from Spain and like Bolivia and some other places too. Holy shit. Um, they, they didn't last as long as the people that were local mainly, but um, yeah, you know, and uh, we did uh, retreats, they were like a big part of it, um, which you know, largely consisted of you know, um, waking up at 5 a.m., 4 8, 5 a.m., and then pacing over fawns without looking up, uh, for all day, and then um, <laughs> like chucking a bucket awesome. of cold water on yourself. Was and uh, then, uh, you know, repeating it the next day after going, to, you went to bed at like 11. 
Now, of course, the retreats, you'd have to stay overnight. But like on the weekdays that you're talking about, would you have to stay the night for those four uh, nights? Sometimes. I, it, it, when I, it was the first place, yes. Um, but they moved to this like bigger sort of ranch place that's had a huge amount of land that had like a forest attached to it. And when they were there, I didn't like stay overnight apart from on very rare occasions. So did the cult members contribute quite a bit of money to kind of finance this compound and this land? Uh, and yeah, yeah, by and large. It wasn't a cheap thing to be a part of. Um, you know, I w it didn't, like, completely drain us dry, but we weren't, you know, well off anyway. So. You, guys, you guys are in Nexium light. You guys weren't pumping millions. To yeah. Thousands, perhaps. And you, you were... Uh... In both of your mothers, they they can they worked they still worked regular jobs and contributed. To this yeah, thing. they both they worked in the same place. They obviously split up, you know, largely due to this sort of cult thing, which one of them was in and one of them wasn't. So, you know, it was a bit of a contentious point. Um, was, they were both in though at one time, right? Or was it just one? no? No, it was only my birth mother was never in. You know, she's never been part of that sort of thing. Oh, um, really? Okay. Yeah, uh, my other mother's always been like that because. Right after she got out of this cult, um, which you know they did not take kindly to her leaving, I've got to say. Um, right after that, uh, she got into this Australian Jesus guy, the, the guy in Australia who claims he's you know Jesus reincarnated, and he's got um, he's it's got kind of with him too. It's kind of crazy how often I hear of uh, these cult startups that consist of a guy who claims to be Jesus. <laughs> like, yeah, I will say of all the various cults my mom's been part of, Aussie Jesus isn't the worst leader. <laughs> he yeah. seems like he's probably just, you know, unstable mentally. I'm I'm thoroughly convinced that most cults are started on the on the foundation of a guy who's horny and wanting to get pussy. Like, I, think I think so too. I think for Aussie Jesus, it's a bit weird because he repeatedly insults his followers and asks them to leave and says that they, don't, they shouldn't no, be there. He, might, yeah, he might just be mentally ill. He might just be Yeah. But, you know, my mom still like follows his teachings pretty often. Not like always, but, you know, she's watched, his, she's watched all his like, you know, eight hour seminars now, over and over. Did you reap any benefits of women yourself being a part of this cult? Did you? No, I did not. And it was quite upsetting for me at the time because I was a young teen. And while I was able to get a good amount of pussy outside of the cult, there was, um, in particular, um, I'm not going to say a name because uh, I'm already identifiable enough as is, but there was a woman in the cult uh, who was a mother. And she was like a quite a young mother. She was like uh, in her like early thirties at the time. I like where this she was going. insanely attractive to me. Mommy <laughs> so, like, yeah, mommy. Yeah, GF. but unfortunately, no, it never happened. I mean, it was weird because her daughter was like only a few years younger than me in school and stuff. And... Yeah. You were the original mommy. Sorry, mommy. Sorry. <laughs> and, I mean, uh, it's, it's you can understand the temptation, right? We all have our types. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with the mommy type. That's yeah. it's a healthy one. It's better than the, it's better than the you know desiring the uh, teenage girl the cousins. Yeah, yeah. There seems to be a lot of um, interesting desires out there. I'm kind of glad I don't have those. Yeah. Did you know there's um, a term called kissing cousins, and it's not no weird. I um I didn't. <laughs> uh, Sounds weird. Sounds Shanks, do you weird. have any kissing cousins? 
No. Like, is this an American tradition? And talking about uh, cousins that get together, kind of thing, or no? I mean, okay, a kissing cousin is when you have a cousin that you're so familiar with that you kiss them on the lips when you greet them. That <laughs> uh, sounds American. Or maybe I, like I mean, there's, there's fam- like I don't personally have any, but I know it's like kind of custom in some families to just kiss each other on the lips. Like that's a thing here. I don't know if that's. I've never seen that in my life. I would probably lose my mind. Like little Wayne used to, like little Wayne used to kiss little Wayne kiss babe. That is good, but Birdman, but Birdman creamed him. It's like that was that was not right. What was going on? Yeah, yeah, didn't look at him as like a father. You know, he just kissed him on the lips because he was like a father. Some people think Birdman raped Lil Wayne. I I saw him in that camp. I'm honest. There's (laughs) a theory. There's a theory, but we're not going to go there. That's not what this podcast is about. Okay, we're not throwing accusations at Birdman. (laughs) Yeah, Birdman's a good guy. Yeah, he seems like a scumbag. He seems like a grimy scumbag. He seems like a real piece of shit, but stunning like my daddy goes (laughs) off. I love that shit, you know. You know what? So it's, you know, good and bad. Suge Knight, they're clear. I'd say, I'd say, personal heroes of mine. I'd say Suge Knight's significantly worse than Birdman, but they're both not very good. I think Suge Knight is like definitely a murderer. Like he's, he's definitely killed some people. I don't doubt that, really. I base most of my personality off Suge Knight. That's a good choice. I respect that. Wasn't yeah. there a story? People off the side of buildings. Wasn't there a story? <laughs> Isn't he? Is he currently? I remember. Uh, didn't he get locked up because he came to the set of uh, Straight Out of Compton and he like ran somebody over or something? Yeah, he like, did. He ran. He ran a guy over. I'm pretty sure. I do remember. On accident. That, yeah. uh, I can't remember. He got well, locked. I think up he was fucked up. He was, oh, I think he's it? in jail right now, right? I think he um, was doing it out of anger. Like, he chased the guy down. And, like, I think, Yeah, I think it was, like, voluntary manslaughter, not involuntary. I think he, like, planned to run them over. Oh, yeah, it was two men. I just checked. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, he uh, argued with them and then intentionally ran them over. And then he did claimed both, self-defense. Did they both die or did um, they one of them died. The second one suffered head injuries and a mangled foot. Yeah, it's uh, not a good look from old uh, Shaq Knight. Yeah, uh, so we all got problems. You know, Jesus Christ dropped the cross three times. You know, that's yeah, a very fair point. Nobody is perfect. Yeah. Nobody's Who perfect. are we to judge Shaq Knight? Exactly. The only people that can judge me are God and... Uh, what the fuck is a? Ah, fuck! I lost it. There's yeah. some <laughs> shitty meme. Like the only people that can judge judge me are uh, God and somebody else. I'm afraid I don't got it. <laughs> Damn it! We might just have to pretend it didn't happen and move on. I had a. Uh, oh yeah, I guess I, I've had a, I've had enough drinks to admit this story. I want to tell this story on the public sphere for the for the five people that are listening, and uh, so. The other night, I had a few drinks in me, and there was this good-looking e-girl who posted um, that she it was her birthday, and she was like, oh, you know, uh, it's my birthday. If you want to send me some money, here's my cash app, you know, which oh, a lot of people fuck. do. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah a lot of people do that. Yeah, it, yeah and I was like, oh, well, you know, it, I, I had a few drinks. It influenced me. She's a mutual, so, um, you know, I went to it. 
And uh, it turns out I had like a little balance in Cash App from people sending me money and me never accepting it. So it's just kind of floating in limbo on Cash App. So it was like I, I had like 60 bucks in there. So I was like, I'll send her like around half of this. So I think I sent her like 35 of it or something. Oh, and uh, I was like, yeah, happy birthday. And uh, yeah, it was a mistake. I'll admit that, you know, I was simping <laughs> and I was, I was drinking and yeah, it's a bad combination, you know, being horny. And, <laughs> That's a tough one. drinking. Yeah. And uh, she was like, oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then um, <laughs> she started sending me all. So we were talking and whatnot. And then she started sending me all these messages like, uh, yeah, it was very helpful. Thank you. Um, yeah, it just sucks. You know, I got all these. <laughs> I got like uh, 40 to 60 bucks in bills to pay tomorrow. And, uh, you know, it's 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 a tough life, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Or actually, I think I was asleep. I never even responded <laughs> And then the next day she sends me a message and uh, once again, I was, I was drinking and horny and I, mm-hmm. I, I had went through her media the night before on Twitter and I saw, you know, her pictures and that, and she sent me this picture. She got sloppy. She's not a good con artist. Right. She sends me a picture and she says, uh, oh, and to top it all off on top of these bills I have to pay, blew out my tire today. Like, oh, great. And. I look at the picture and she literally posted this back in January, the same photograph with this blown up tire. Didn't bother. I mean, you could have found a fucking stock photo on the internet and, and I would have maybe believed it, but she literally was so sloppy. She took the same photo she had tweeted in January and mind you, she doesn't tweet a lot. So it's only a few photos down that she, you know, it wasn't like I had to dig far or anything, but she she sent me the same photo that she tweeted in January saying, yeah, blew out my tire today. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, oh boy, what'd you do? She's like, yeah, bad tread. And yeah, I just blew it out. <laughs> and, uh, and then, uh, later she was like, uh, yeah, oh boy, on top of it all. Now I'm sleep. I have to sleep in my car tonight. Like she just went homeless overnight. She just oh. <laughs> like, so fucking ridiculous with these eagles. Yeah. Do, but, they also needs money for a train ticket, you know. And she needs fuel. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be real sloppy to not fool you when you're both drunk and horny. It's Which, it's a tough. I gotta say, it's seems to be a reoccurring problem. It's <laughs> it's tough, yeah, it's a bad challenge. I I mean, it's not something I recommend. I mean, it takes a tough soldier to be able to drink and be horny and not make bad decisions. And uh, sometimes I fall victim yeah. to making bad decisions. You know. You know what it was? You know what it might have been though. She probably looked at your uh, tweet history, like your replies and shit, and was like, "Wow, what a fucking mark!" Oh yeah, no. Yeah, I, I mean, I, your replies are really—they're so, on another level sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I did it to myself. I'm not blaming anybody else. Like, if I was if I was trying to hit a lick, if I was trying to scam someone, like I would find guys like me. You know. Yeah. So, I don't. I don't blame her, but. I mean, you, I you don't blame her a little. Not nutting. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of like a good sign that someone's going to be susceptible to that. You know what? That's where she fucked up. She was doing well, pity me shit. She should have been like, here's my butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> that, and you, I, that, that would have been more like honest, at least. I, I don't ask for nudes or anything, but like that would have been... That would have been more legitimate if they if there was an actual like barter, 
here. Yeah, I'll well, then there's some this. kind of exchange. Yeah, I'll give you this. You give me that. Even if I didn't accept it, I think it would have been more at least enticing. It's just it makes me sick to my stomach. Someone trying to rip me off more so than someone being legitimate. Like, here's my pussy. Send me 10 bucks or whatever. I don't know. You yeah, know, it's there was yeah. the last time I tried to, like, uh, help somebody like that, like they did, like a my life's fucked up. Give me money thing. I sent them probably a decent amount of cash, bank, and they like send me a DM saying like, "Oh, cool! I saw your thing, uh, your money. So, what do you want?" And I was like, "Huh? Wait, no, it's just for the thing. You said you were in trouble." <laughs> well, yeah, oh but goodness. but uh, you know, it's just like how can I repay you? And I was like, nothing. I, I just wanted to give you <laughs> money to help you. And that's bad. That's really sad. Honestly, yeah, that's, that's, kind that's of where it gets weird. I got, I'm going to be a bad person, but I've just bit. never done that. No, 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 no. Oh no, no. I like, I commend patterns on his part. I mean, that's sad that she felt she needed to like do some, like, yeah, send some nudes or I something. I think she was already like an e-thought, so she okay. probably was just assuming that I was like yeah, you another hyena on the planes ready to get a bite. Right, right. That's yeah, That is sad. I don't know. You know what's really fucking sad? What? Okay, this is gonna fucking uh, this probably won't blow your minds but it's definitely disturbing. I fuck around on Instagram a lot. Yeah. And the suggestions that you start to get are so fucking outlandish that, like, it's amazing that people live these lives. What are we talking here? Okay. So, I'm scrolling Instagram. I'm liking hot girls. Because I love hot girls. Do you? Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. It's a weird fetish. Good that you cleared that up. Yeah. <laughs> crazy all right, crazy thing about me? I love hot women. I know, right? What a wild card. Wild card, yeah. Bold. Okay. I'm fucking around on there. And I see like this one chick, I was like, she looks kinda weird. What's up with her? I check her bio. It says fifteen. I'm like, what the fuck is it like what is she doing like posting not necessarily like there's traps, but like it's weird stuff that you shouldn't be posting as a minor yeah and then it says her dollar sign username and under that it says I sell pictures oh my goodness what the fuck does that like I'm not gonna say what the fuck are you doing but in my head I'm like that's fucking weird yeah it is I will say in school, I knew girls that were doing that at the time. Um, and I would be like, hey, you probably shouldn't be doing that. But, you know, you can't really stop them. Well, if you're, there, if, probably you're, could. if you're their age, that's one thing. Like, I knew. Well, obviously, that wasn't like, the target audience, I'd say. It was like, it was clear, like, what, that was, what was happening there. Right, right, right. But I just mean, like, you didn't. It, you can't be held accountable if you're a kid yourself. You're just like, whatever. But like, oh, yeah. those yeah, who are like, most of know, that I, is um, 
she's probably like I don't know, probably other kids, because kids have everything nowadays, like the fucking the cash app or whatever yeah. money, money from somewhere. So it's probably like other kids, but you know, I I don't imagine some kids getting buying in there. It. Fucking like grown I, men I are in that. Mainly adults buying it. It's like, uh, the the thing is, you can't stop young girls from doing that because like. Basically, that when there's a market for it, it's going to happen. You, what you can try and do is shut down the market, but Instagram doesn't really give a shit, and so neither do like many. Oh of yeah, these they only see the the bio. I sell pictures. That's not in, incriminating. But yeah, it's kind of can, enough. I feel like you can <laughs> probably. Yeah. No, you don't, I, I, mean, I say I, I was like a uh, oh fucking anime dork. You could just say, oh, I'm selling drawings. Well, that's one thing, but this is saying I'm selling pictures. <laughs> it's like... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to I, give I think it's like chick, the it's mainly the doubt, but it's really fucked up. I mean, I've... With, how, with how much... have a with problem how much with a girl. It's like not really her fault, to be honest. I think the platform is clearly the problem there. Well, that, that and also... And the customers with how much kind of overreaction from social media on other stuff oh, think yeah. about how many think about how many twitter accounts get suspended for no reason it's like yeah if you're like instagram the... you should just suspend that even if you have no idea if they mean anything bad by selling pictures or not you should be like okay 15 year old girl does selling pictures i don't care what she's actually doing whether it's whether it's yeah. anything pornographic or just you know she's drawing or she's taking pictures of trees, I'm just gonna. Oh, just mine shouldn't account. have cash app links. I think You're right. Um, that too. Yeah. That'd be pretty yeah, that's already kind of a good. bad sign. Yeah, because like there's legitimate like, I mean, people will argue, oh, but what if they really need money? It's like there's shit like GoFundMe that probably is not going to be used in the same way. It's like yeah. I don't think it's a necessity to have that you know available. And also, I mean, the same was true on Twitter, though. You see, like, all those fucking map accounts and all those, like, zoo files don't get banned. It's like, I, Twitter doesn't care. Um, none of these platforms really do. No. I didn't have a debit card until I was, like, 18. I mean, back in my day, you had to, you had to just earn nudes by just uh, smooth talking. You know, like, that's it's kind of a bygone era now that you have yeah, it is a bit, yeah. and all that. But back in my day, like, that shit didn't exist. You just had a smooth talk and... Uh, be good at what you're doing and uh you know girls would send you nudes but nowadays you know it's like you just buy them and it's crazy so i mean i didn't never fell into that thankfully but um you know that's that's the new world order you gotta a, you gotta buy nudes yeah that's a rough uh, to be honest to get into. like so at the time like, uh, almost everyone's nudes leaked in my school including mine it was like <laughs> you said <laughs> nudes but like you sort of you don't think of it in the second you send them, but like a couple hours later, you're like, oh, that's probably going to be Bluetoothed around on a school trip in it. And inevitably it would be. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I mean, you just, you have a horny moment or you think like a caveman. You're not thinking 10 minutes into the future. Well, you're not like, oh, this relationship with this girl will, you're like, oh, this, this is fine. This is solid. You know, this clearly <laughs> won't last for another like four days at most. It's like, I can't see anything going wrong here. <laughs> And then you sling that shit over. And, um, yeah, you can't really be surprised when then, you know, other people that you don't know come up to you and start talking to you about your cock. 
Okay. What kind of... Was it like a, a fucked up picture? Like you were like full bush? Uh, no, no, it was a good picture. It was, it was probably the best picture I'd ever taken, honestly. Oh, thank God. Uh, it, it was looking strong. It was a good angle. Um, you know, it was, you know, well groomed. There was, there was no real problems with it. But I was, a, you know, a minor. And um, it <laughs> yeah. did get reposted onto the internet. The one, one caveat, you were a minor. <laughs> yeah, I, I was underage. It did get reposted on the internet. It had enough identifying information that a girl I was talking to managed to recognize um, both my meat and my room from it. Oh my <laughs> God. Because it included, like, uh, it was, like, taken, fr- I was uh, in the area by my desk, which, you know, she'd seen before. Didn't she find it? She found it there was like, a picture what? of you in the background. Yeah, there was just, like, my all my school pictures, me and, you know, my school uniform, smiling. Oh my God. There's also she- my passport. No. It was just that my room was recognizable and my meat was kind of recognizable. She found it on a 4chan, didn't she? Yeah, well, she linked it to me and said it'd be. She'd found it on the. It was on the social board. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was on like there was like a kick thread or whatever, and somebody had posted a picture of my underage meat. And this was a couple <laughs> years later, and like it had gone around the school. And I strongly suspect that I know the person who did it. Um, there was this girl, Hannah Green. And I probably shouldn't have said that name, but that's a pretty common name, so good luck. Anyway, and she had been like really obsessed with me to the point where there was a, a like one month period where I'd skip school straight. And then when I came back, uh, everybody was like, Why are you dating Hannah Green? And I was like, Who the fuck is Hannah Green? I've ne- I'd never heard of her. That's a no, lot like, of her. There's like 300 fuck. people in my year. It's like, and, you know, there was, yeah, she was not, you know, she wasn't a supermodel, I think it's fair to say. And her personality wasn't the most winning one. She looked and like she went to small chin school. She did a bit, honestly. She was an orphan, it turned out, which I didn't oh, find out. Oh. I, I didn't know at the time. And I, at the first, when I got to school, and everyone was saying this, I was like, I'm going to be real mature. I'm going to go over to her, and I'm going to say, hey, look, I don't know what you think's going on here, but it's not happening, blah, blah, blah. So I do that. And she's like, what are you on about? We're going out. I'm like, uh, we're not. Oh, and then she's God. not getting the hint. And I'm like, you know what? We're definitely not going out. And I'm gay. And I'm going to prove it. And I just hugged my mate, Ben, uh, who's a few years older than me. And I didn't like fucking kiss him or anything. You know. But I was just like, look, I'm gay. It's, it, it's, sorry, it's nothing personal. She didn't. She seemed to like that. Um. Oh, she's like two for one. Yeah, she was yeah, future type, you know, overweight. I basically it turned out that she'd seen me. Um, I'd never seen her, but she was on like the school council and stuff. And uh, um, I was because I was always last to turn up the tutor group, and my tutor group was the shittiest one. Every tutor group had like a school council nominee, male and female. And in my tutor group, the person who turned up last was the one that had to do it. The same with all like the worst sports day events. So it was always me. <laughs> and I'd gone to half of one meeting. And in that time, apparently she had found me. And she'd started drawing sketches of me in her fucking notebook. And the hot teacher, Miss Collins, was like, like, showed me like, oh, look, isn't this cute? I said, Hannah's been drawing you. I just named Docs. Forget about it. <laughs> and then, That one um, I can leave because it's just the first. Yeah, I also, like, I've done it before. It's not really a secret. Um, oh, yeah, I got to do three beep. Three bleeps in a row. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that was uh, that was. Anyway, don't bother yeah, bleeping it. It doesn't matter. Like we've got like four listeners. It's fucking fine. <laughs> oh, um, you'd be surprised. We're getting oh, big. Yeah. We're being big if, boys. Are we, are we big in the UK? I'm like, it's gonna get doxxed. No. So anyway, I, I could get docs for the, like any of these stories anyway, because it's like, you know, people who are in school would remember it. So <laughs> it's not really a big deal. Anyway, so she was like, oh, look, isn't this cute? Hannah's been drawing you. And it's like the shittiest fucking sketches of me I've seen in my life. And I'm like, who's Hannah? Because uh, this was the very first time we met that I totally forgot about. So I'm weirded out and just leave the school council meeting and I never go back again. She apparently doesn't just forget about it and um, takes her opportunity when I'm not there. And um, yeah, so I, I'm like losing my mind trying to let her down gently. And eventually I just snap um, because my friend links me to a Tumblr blog. It's her one. And she's written like fa- dirty fan fiction about me and her. Oh, and it's shit. like real dirty. And it's like, I'm like, I can't, this can't happen. This, I can't accept this. I'm, you know, I'm young, but I'm also drunk, so that's a bad mix. Um, I'm at the uh, youth club with a bunch of my friends. And oh yeah, if she catches you at the wrong time, you're doing yeah. Well, bad. basically, like <laughs> I, I, I shoot, I load up Facebook, and I send her two hours of just pure but two uh, not two hours, two pages of pure bile, just pure insults, just being like, oh nobody's loved you ever. Like you got, I get this through your head. I don't love you. I don't know you. Nobody loves you. Maybe some people pretend to love you. They don't. That sort of thing. She dead? Is she dead? No, but it was a concern for a bit because after I sent this, I sent all of that and then I'd like gone home and then I'd felt a bit bad about it afterwards. So I deleted my Facebook and stuff. Uh, but I didn't really regret it because I was like, this had to stop. Anyway, she doesn't come to school the next day. It's uh, kind of expected that doesn't come to the school the day after. She didn't come back to school for three months. Oh. And um, I, during this time, I found out from a sixth former who I was friends with, who apparently had been to the same orphanage, or not orphanage, like wherever they like rehome children from, I'll just say orphanage, um, as her. So that's when I find out she's an orphan, and I went on, had gone off about how nobody would ever love her. Nobody loved her in the first place, you know, all oh, this sort of stuff. No. And Jeez. I did feel bad about it. And if I was to do it again, I would probably handle it differently. <laughs> but it did get her off my back. Yeah. And you understand it's a pretty big hit to your reputation if everyone thinks you're dating her. And yeah. I had I mean, a it's... similar thing like that in high school. You finish. No, no, I was just going to say, like, like this basically i had two of these situations and this one was like probably worse um but like you understand i'm not like supermodel good looking i was like popular but not like the most popular person so i had no idea why this kept happening to me and um it was always with like the least appealing women <laughs> like to me where it was like, you know, the sort of, there's nothing wrong with them as people, really, but it's like, just got nothing for me. It was like, they're <laughs> yeah. young and they're like, like, you know, all into like, sort of weird, they're like, they're like sex nerds without having had sex yet. You know that type? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a type <laughs> in school. It's hopefully not a type. For, like, They're usually adults. on Tumblr. Yeah, well, they, of course, everybody. I mean, to be fair, I did have a Tumblr. I didn't use it, but I had one. Um, so maybe it was, you know, my fault. It, it, it's a it's a fem cell before fem cell was a thing. Pretty. Oh much, yeah, what you're saying. Well, she came when she came back. She had like a thirty year old boyfriend. <laughs> she like oh. tried to flex or something. I was like, this is just sad. That's that's yeah. Wow. It was you pretty tragic her... around. Yeah. You okay? Okay. I'm about to make your story sound like a wholesome story. Okay, that's good. I had, oh, no. had this chick. Uh, high school life, uneventful. <clears throat> but uh, sometime in my third year, I was just like, I was like a a ghost type where I just kind of just went to classes, but I didn't really do anything. For you, uh, British, for you British people listening, third year would be our junior year, which we're about age 16, 17. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, for here, that would be like year 12, um, or the first year of sick form. Oh, I understand. If mm. you're, if you're 12 to you guys is year 11 to us, then that makes sense. Cause it's 11th grade for us. Yeah. It's when grade. school started being optional. So if, if you, you finished the mandatory school at 16, and then you could choose to do A-levels or get a job. Yeah, I mean, we finished mandatory at 18, so I don't know. What... Okay. Yeah, so 18 we're, we're years about, old. Yeah, we're about... Stop going. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're about 16, 17 at this point that Patterns is talking about. But yeah. go on with your story, Patterns. Uh, so I would just, like, hang out, like, very, like, drone-like. I didn't pay attention to anything. It's almost like I was in... Actually, I probably was in small chin school. Oh, <laughs> it was, like, very... Uh, just fucking around. I didn't pay attention to anything. And uh, one day, this one chick comes up to me, and she says very abruptly, You know I had a dream about you last night? Oh, uh-huh. Oh, that's interesting. That's cool. I keep on walking. Runs in front of me. I had a dream we were together. Isn't that weird? That is pretty weird. I leave. I fully just like space. <laughs> I just walk away. I'm like, was she? Was she? How did she look? Was she good looking? She was like a tiny, fuzzy haired, like kind of dork. Okay. All right. Not not really not, like not so much like if it was a I mean if you're if it was a you know an eight walking up to you and saying that you wouldn't just kind of shoo her aside you'd be like oh really well, you, you know might, you, actually I think you might panic at that point I think that's where you're most likely to just be like oh, that's weird and then walk away well me no, no, that's that's like, fucked yeah. up part I didn't panic until it was too late oh no because I was I was droned out um and uh. So that happens. I tell my friends, hey, that weird girl said that she dreamt of me. That's weird, huh? And they're like, yeah, that is pretty weird. I also hung out with other drones. We were totally fucking spaced. I don't, we weren't I'm even like that. stoners, but we were just guys who just sat around like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> so like furniture, you're just there. 
Yeah, we're just fucking <laughs> robots. Um, then she comes up to me the next day, and uh, I'm sitting with my friends eating lunch, and she, like, I'm sitting on the floor, and she sits on the floor next to me and, like, leans on me. And I look at my friends and go, like, what the fuck is happening? And they're all fucking eyes as saucers. Like, what? Uh, they're a little dorky types. They didn't really talk to, like, women. Right. So just seeing somebody do that was just like, what the fuck? And then she grabs my hand and, like, holds it. And I was like, okay, this is not weird yet, but I don't know. Something's happening, right? Brain didn't click yet. Bitch says that she had to dream about you. Now she's holding your hand. Usually that's... Yeah, that's... No, that's when things start to click and you might be getting to a dangerous place. No clicking. No clicks. (laughs) And... Fucking sort of days of that, of like just sort of her being my shadow. I never really acknowledged her uh, fully, so like I just you know go about is my she shit. Still, is she still alive today? Yes, because uh, I made a tweet the other day about saying that my stalker showed up at work. It was her. Oh. Uh. She still follows you then? No, she popped up and she did she did chase me for a second. I didn't tweet about this. She did chase me for a second, but I actually went into like a jog and uh, <laughs> you sprinted away. I went into the warehouse area cuz I think she did want to go like, "Hey, are you so and so?" and I jogged away. So it's been years since you've seen her. Yeah. I mean, it's no secret at this point. You're in L.A., so I mean, literally millions of people in L.A. County, so it's kind of crazy that she pops up in the same place that you work at. Uh, Yeah, but it, I don't know. Yeah, it just scared the shit out of me because I did <laughs> like, like feel a chill in my spine and then see her and like, oh, fuck, I'm so dead. I'm so dead. I have a story that will make your story look very wholesome in comparison. Wait. We'll hold that. One second. I gotta okay, finish we go But in okay, so in high school, she's like starts to get more clingy and like that's when I start hearing people say like, Oh, are you you and so and so together? I was like, No, where'd you get that from? Well you're always hanging out with her. And, uh, like, I seen you hold her hand. My retard brain goes, that doesn't mean we're together. Duh. <laughs> like, <'cause I'm... laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I'm a total fucking, like, yeah. Maybe you I'm did in... go to small chin school, I gotta be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I had the smallest chin. <laughs> um... So this this like, is the reason this this encounter that happened the other day is what prompted the small chin school dream you had. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about this, and then I was like, "I'm such a retard." Um, and she starts like 
holding me like holding me hostage after school like i can't even like go talk to the people that i want to talk to because she goes like oh i need your help with something can you walk me to this area because i'm like scared and oh my god i'm like i'm so drone like that like okay new directive follow <laughs> this person so i'm just getting orders and i'm following them thinking there's no repercussions to this and then she's like, oh, can you hang out with me for a second? Like, just whatever. And uh, and then she said, can you fuck my tight little pussy? Just the right whole, here, right The now. whole school already left. And she's like, we're sitting down on a bench. And she's like leaning on me, holding my hand. I'm spaced. And she goes like, wow, do you think we'll be together forever? And that's when. Oh, dear. That's the moment. That's the when. Fucking the. I'm trying to think of a good metaphor. A nuclear bomb went off in my skull. I was like, oh shit. I. This is not good. And she had like a bunch of like friends that were hanging out in the. There was a building next to where we were, where we were sitting. Yeah. They had a second story, and they were on the balcony. Her friends were on multiple balconies, staring at us, watching us. And then one of them screams, "Now kiss!" Oh, and fuck. I let go of her hand, and said, "I gotta go. I gotta return some videotapes." <laughs> <laughs> Videotapes. Oh, You're younger than me. You were not in high school returning fucking videotapes. No, <laughs> I, no I, I had a VHS when I was like 16, 17 as possible. But I was all like sweated up, like oh my god, this reality no, hit me square in the jaw every time. Like uh, the time, like with the Hannah situation I talked about, she had like her pack of other Fujo girls with her. Oh, like, yeah, all time. Yeah. It was like basically documenting everything. Yeah, and like you know, they'd like uh, like boomy and shit and stuff. It's like this is not live TV. My friend uh, Audie kind of brought up. Uh, uh, he mentioned he had a he tweeted recently, and uh, it was a good point that we're kind of in we're in a time where it's sort of a bygone era that there's like girls who are kind of just the underdog little known good looking cute girl like now everybody they have you know they're they're they have an only fans or they're somehow monetizing off their good looks you know there's no See, I, I mean i get what you're saying i hear that sentiment a lot but i don't actually fully agree with that i think it's probably like easier than ever to monetize or to just promote and become famous but i still know like a good amount of girls that just mind their business basically yeah no that's true but i also think that it took a lot of the sort of under the radar girls and it gave them a platform where they might not otherwise have had one like i think that you know there's a lot of e-girls who are girls who would otherwise be maybe shut-ins or just kind of keep to themselves they'd go to college or they'd go to school or they'd go to work and it that does was kind give of a clear opportunity 
yeah yeah and then now they have an area where they can you know post themselves make money or just have an army of simps you know your your shoe on head types you know where it's yeah, like the, oh like uh orbiter gangs with you and it's like uh, there's like a weird power dynamic there where you sort of i assume people get off on the, having the orbiters um because like otherwise you I, I don't know to be fair some girls i know in real life that have had like these sort of orbiters build up around them because you know they're into video games or they're into whatever and it tends to attract a certain type of dude to sort of follow you it does seem like they're pretty hard to um shake off and they're kind of like they'll happen whether you want them or not to a degree right i do agree that like there is like there are people that basically get off on having that where they've got like their weird little army of eunuchs oh they have total control and uh they don't really have to do anything for it yeah yeah it's uh, i don't know i mean yeah it's it's a it's an interesting world but um you know they're uh they're doing their thing and i mean some of them you know they're not posting only fans and that kind of thing they just kind of you know post their little cute pictures and get an army of simps and followers and orbiters, whatever you want to call them. And, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, I respect it in a way, as long as they're not like, you know, selling their pussy and whatnot, but. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from because, you know, you've got Catholic background, pretty clear stance on this sort of thing. I wouldn't um, call it a background really. Well, it's, your, <laughs> it's not your background, it's your ongoing situation. You're Catholic. So you've yeah. got a Catholic perspective on this. Um, I'm obviously not a Catholic. Um, you know, I, Bible's great, love it. I uh, believe in God, um, but I am not Catholic. So I've got, you know, a slightly different view on it where I do, like, I don't really have a problem with people doing that. Um, I think it's sort of sad the customers really, more than anything, bother me. Um, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. I mean, before, it's like, this is a situation that's created by the customers mainly. It's, it's, this isn't, uh, you know, there's tons of supply and no demand. This is a situation created from the sheer amount of demand and the sheer willingness of people to sort of uh, accept it and, you know, go for it. Yeah, I think the demand's always been there, but it's just kind of you have mediums like OnlyFans that allow it to thrive, you know. And, um, it was like, I, there's, I mean, years ago, I, I converted before the whole OnlyFans explosion, but like before the OnlyFans thing, there was like premium Snapchat, which I was like getting, yeah, I was getting like hit up by girls that I knew in real life, like, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, like, you know, like this underground, premium, like yeah. this underground thing, like, hey, uh, you send me, uh, you know, five, ten bucks a month and, um, you know, I'll give you my my premium Snapchat. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but I, I had the same sort of offer. I was like, "What oh, the fuck, do you? What am I going to do with that?" It's like I don't, you know. Well, I mean, I I took I it. I want to look at the pussy. There's no shortage of it. I I took it in some of those cases, but I'm just saying, like, really? I, you know, it, well, yeah. This this was before my conversion, before the whole OnlyFans explosion. Yeah, no, I know what you yeah. said, but I I never really understood the appeal more than anything. Um, it it did what I've what I learned in my short tenure with that is that 
the whole I don't know I don't know how it works on OnlyFans, so I can't comment on it. I don't know. There are probably some who can speak on it, but I don't know because I I never got a part of that. But like with Snapchat, it was like you didn't it was like, okay, you pay for the like for example, one girl, she was like, Oh, one year subscription and you pay this much one month and I'll charge you this much. And I was like, oh, well, I'll just pay for a month because I don't know how the fuck this is. And so I did. And I learned quickly that she doesn't post regular. She didn't post regularly. And it, there was no binding sort of like. You could have paid for a year, but it's like if she decided to post once every three weeks, like you were just screwed. You already paid for a year. There was no yeah. like. There wasn't any system that governed that. It was like you just That's it, yeah. yeah. So, but I don't know. It's you just, can't go I, to Snapchat and say this bitch is not sending me nudes. Yeah, right. No, it's yeah. like you you signed up for it. You sort of have to take that risk. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which, to be fair, is like if you're buying a year long subscription to see someone's pussy, and you get ripped off, it's like hard for me to feel that. Where really any sympathy <laughs> yeah. at all? It's like well, what you know? You tried to buy. Pictures of pussy. You, I'm just the, saying the she has part, to be yeah, really funny, fucking hot. You can't I, you can't call her out on it or anything. Like you can't publicly call her out on it because it's like, oh, you were paying for a year subscription to see some girls pussy. <laughs> like you can, I mean, it's like a lot of people do that now. I think more now more than ever you could probably call it L. But it's like, why would you? Right, right. It's like it's sort of you that got yourself in this position in the first place by being just so uncontrollably horny. I, I have some experience on OnlyFans. Before Fuck. before you before you uh, start on that, keep the hold pin that thought because I I just wanted to <laughs> one up you in my uh in oh, the yeah, whole stalker yeah. the whole stalker thing. So I never was uh appealing enough to be stalked by any girl, unfortunately. But I did I was on the other side of things, and uh, Penelope Moore who went to my school. Oh, what a beauty. What a, oh man, what a beauty. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I, she, she felt bad for me one time I was at my lunch table, I was all alone and she came over and, uh, you know, she just, she felt bad. She was she, very good looking girl and she was at a table full of good looking girls and she took, she took pity on me and came over and it sort of cheered me up. And, uh, I just kind of took that as a sign that maybe she wanted me. So, uh, <laughs> And so I found out where she lived and I would, uh, I would repeatedly sort of, I, I started off by just kind of pacing around her house. And, oh my uh, God. This is not great <laughs> stuff, Jax. I got to be And then eventually, eventually it turned into, you know, me going uh, to her trash can. And at first oh. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't find anything good at first. It was mostly like tampons, which I did. I did collect. And then, uh, <laughs> And then there were, you know, um, used tissues, tissue that she blew her nose in. Like, I, I took that stuff. How did you know it was her and not her dad? Like, but, well, mom's tampon? No, I, I had full confidence. And then, uh, um, okay. And then, uh, yeah. And then, uh, one day I happened across, uh, uh, shitty a underwear, <laughs> a landmine. It was, or, or uh, a gold mine, I should say, not a landmine, a gold mine. Uh, it was her used panties that she threw oh, into the garbage. And now nah, I just made that whole story up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I assume you did. I will say, um, I did have a friend in school who had actually, if you take out the extreme elements of your story, it's kind of a similar deal where basically 
Um, he was like a sort of nerdy wow guy, and he was you know popular with the guys, even with the popular guys. But he wasn't had like no popularity of women. And uh, there was one you know of the hot girls that was nice to him one time, and he would like follow her home for years. Oh, like, you, actually, you, told, you told me about this. Uh, by yeah, the way, yeah. I was I was struggling very hard to keep that story going because I could oh, feel no, the, I, I could feel the I could feel the discomfort in my joke between the. But no, I thought it was pretty funny. I I didn't believe you once you hit the tampons point. I was like <laughs> concerning. I was concerned until I was like, did he actually do that? Because you know. <laughs> I, I've known at least one guy that's done that sort of thing, but when you hit the tampon, I'm like, okay. No, I t- I take I think I take rejection considerably well, as in like I just don't even attempt to be rejected. I just yeah, I just that quit. seems more like your style. You know, <laughs> I didn't picture you like going through someone's garbage because it's hard to picture many people going through someone's garbage. <laughs> for for a go, second, go on. you had me going because. I had a friend who was like that in no high school. Way. He no would way. like kind of pace back and forth uh, in front of his crush's house, being like, "Oh yeah, one of these times she's gonna look out her window and go like, oh my god, here's this <laughs> guy." I, I have a bad I have a bad habit of pacing, but I don't uh, I don't pace in front of people's houses. So. And um, he did that so many times that she, I think she did like. Him. She Tell, did. Him. She gave him a chance. No, she told the school like this. I don't feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, that's a pretty reasonable statement. I feel yeah, that's, like that's reasonable. No, I would. I would call the authorities. Guess <laughs> what his response was? What he he put that song. He found out that the chick, her favorite song was "Fireflies" by Owl oh, City, and he put it on a CD and gave it to her. Oh, okay. I thought he was going to go like the standing outside a window with a boombox. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> he he followed her home and gave it to her, and she's like, "Oh, thanks." A a whole CD, one song. Oh um, my! I and yeah. I think he even wrote "Fireflies" by L City on it. <laughs> what a mixtape. It's another yeah. era that's that's gone. Is uh, this was in smartphone era? She could just I look know, it up just, on YouTube. But I know. Uh, I made uh, I made actual tapes for people, uh, like uh, using you know tapes, a tape recorder. It's way that. better than a fucking CD with one song. Yeah, no, I think it was better. I think because it was like weird. It was actually kind of paid off. But the truth behind it was that I just had a tape player and mainly listened to tapes. It wasn't because of anything else. Did your oh. uh, did your moms kind of grow up in the era where they had a bunch of tapes or something? Yeah, yeah there's a pile of cassettes like somewhere. Tapes. Like, I like cassette tapes. Like, yeah, uh, I, I think that's, I, that's, that's a decent enough reason, though, that you had a bunch of tapes at least. Like, I didn't, you know, my parents were more of like <laughs> like sixties, seventies, like records, you know. So it's by the time they I had records, out, but they all got stolen before I was born, pretty much. So. Yeah, it's just you know, you weren't circumcised. Yeah, is that my fault? Also, my also my parents were never the type. There's a there's a breed of people who swear by the sound quality of records, where some just kind of accepted that CDs are better sounding. And then now, obviously, we live in the digital age now, so none of that's relevant anymore. But I mean, I've got some records. I do like records, to be honest, but it's like a different deal. 
Um, and it is kind of pretentious, and you know, I feel like a bit of a dickhead whenever I buy him. But yeah, it's it's, it's a little like I look at it as kind of a douchebaggy thing. But I I don't so like manly is. I don't knock it entirely. Like if you want that sort of like, I like the idea of having something physical, some tangible sort of item that you're you're putting in to make music, as opposed yeah. to I'm just loading up a song on you know Apple Music or Spotify or whatever, but you know i i get the sentiment behind it so. i mean i thought about going back to cassettes honestly because i still like cassettes but they are like the problem is cassettes are shit like we can't deny it really and um cassette players are actually weirdly really expensive so oh, it really? doesn't really make yeah, sense on any people level. like you yeah i had that. a i had a I had a tape recorder when i was young because i thought it was a badass thing like a like a kgb like agent to have like, oh, to be like recording stuff all the time yeah, so i would like I would, yeah i would just like for my birthday i asked for a tape recorder and i had this little handheld tape recorder where i'd record myself and others talking and i just i still have a bunch of tapes but i don't have a tape recorder any longer so i don't know what they contain but they're from when i was like in uh, i was probably like 10 11 years old so yeah i mean that's an appropriate age to be doing that isn't it So uh, I wanted to ask you, um, what uh, what name list off all the drugs that you've done, if you don't mind asking, or if you don't. Mind um, I'm gonna probably forget some. So uh, the obvious ones are like, let's think, weed. That's the most popular. Coke, um, LSD, uh, ketamine, um, morphine. Uh, codeine, um, you can't recount lean as separate, but you know, as in addition to codeine, really. Um, let's think heroin, uh, some of the weird experimental stuff like 2CE, and um, uh, what's it called? Uh, there was some weird, there's one I don't actually know, so. I was in Bristol on like a two week, we were two weeks into the band, it was like a month long one. Uh, we went into the Jamaican area, which is like sketchy as fuck. You can't really be going there, to be honest. Um, there's a Jamaican area of Bristol? Yeah, there's, it's, it's where the Asian students go to get robbed every night for some reason. They <laughs> don't seem to realize that it will just happen what, again. What, what period in history did you guys just decide to let Jamaicans uh, in? I think it was uh, 60s or 70s. We needed a, a lot of, um, it was mainly nurses that we were lacking. So uh, that's where a lot of um, Indian and uh, Caribbean people came from. Oh, okay. But anyway, we went there and we got some weird white powder. And I can't remember what it was, it was uh, but we took that. And that was fucking, that was a weird one. I, uh, that was like the most wild one, I think, because uh, uh, that was just some weird shit. Uh, and then, uh, I've forgotten where I was. Basically, a lot of shit, really. Um, crack, uh, meth, um, uh, prescription ones, obviously. You know, the, the whole range, really, at some point. <laughs> My goodness. That's, uh, what, what would you, you said, uh, I think you've gone on record as saying morphine is your favorite, or was it heroin? Uh, I think her, the first time you take heroin, it's like that's probably the best I've ever felt. Um, uh, but morphine was like 
the, the one that I used longest was probably Coke, um, but morphine I would take every day also. So I took morphine every day for a few years. Um, same with Coke. Uh, Coke was when I was for, younger. For a few years every day? Yeah. I mean, Coke was when I was in school because I was uh, selling it at the time. And uh, there was no other way to really get your hands on it at that age because, you know, I'm not rich. So uh, it was, yeah, I, I, I'm quite presentable <laughs> in a way where I come across as more, you know, upper middle class than I am. So <laughs> I was able to sort of, you know, maneuver that quite well. It, it basically, it was my mate's dad, um, you know, was a big drugs guy and, you know, hung out in the pub and had an idea. Anyway, so uh, like Coke was like probably my longest term one, but um, I also used morphine for several years, not at the same time, really. Uh, morphine came later. And what, uh, you don't really have, you're the type that can kind of just quit things cold turkey and not really. Yeah, I quit everything cold turkey uh, that I've quit, which everything at various points. I try and stay sober for like at least half of every year. I don't always, mostly I don't, but you know. Uh, my longest period was uh, nine months, uh, no drink, no drugs, uh, no beating off, you know. No sex. I, I was completely, you know, clean on everything. Uh, just wow. to prove that I could to myself, really. Man, oh man. You know what? I can respect that. Volso yeah, by choice. There's a lot of guys online nowadays saying that they're Volso, but it's only because they don't talk to girls. Yeah, I think the, the, there's like a confusion here where like a lot of people, I, I don't think. When it comes to being an incel, it's like I don't think there's that many people that couldn't have sex if they tried. I think no. there's a lot of people yeah, that don't try. Yeah, yeah. There's people and that by sex I actually I'm including fulfilling relationships. I know it's more than just, you know, the sort of dumb people that say, Oh, just hire a hooker, ha. It's like No, I but you can I mean, I can easily if I wanted to, or many people, not just me, but like yeah. you can go, you can go into a bar on any given night typically and find yeah. like the loneliest woman or just the, 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 you know, woman who is most likely to just give it up, you know? Yeah. That's not hard to do. There's I've had a whole host of problems. I'm not a supermodel and it's ne never been an issue for me really. So it's like, I sort of, like there's people that are better looking than me, um, who are richer than me, you know, told than me everything that they think matters. That just are like, oh, I can't get pussy, it's hopeless, blah blah blah. It's like you're not trying. No. Or you're like really need to reconsider some things about yourself and <laughs> it's <laughs> like there's I, some personality yeah, I, flaws are tough, I won't lie, but it's nothing no, that can't be worked around. Oh, insanely yeah. fucking tough personalities going around. Yeah, like brutal fucking behavior. You do get some, but it's like at the end of the day, it's like if they really cared, they could reflect on themselves. There, anyway, you can you can go. I mean, like I I went into a bar. There's a, it was a couple months ago. I went to a bar and uh, I was drinking quite a bit. I mean, this isn't a common like this is a pretty common occurrence. You can go into a bar and and find someone. <laughs> But like this lady was very aggressively trying to find some cock, and uh, yeah, and she was a decent-looking lady. Uh, she was like in her probably late thirties, so she was older. 
Yeah. And, uh, and she was, and there, and I got called out. There's this, there's this thought that who I'd hung out with before who was, uh, trying to, uh, suck me off for my birthday. Well, that's a different story <laughs> though. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, re- I rejected it. She wasn't a bad looking girl, but I, I am a, I am a bull cell. So I rejected it. And she, uh, she called me over and said, uh, Hey, this lady, she, she, uh, thinks you're cute or whatever. And so, I was like, oh, well, hey, what's up? And she, the first thing she does to introduce herself is she gets up out of her chair, she bends down, and she just starts shaking her ass. And I was like, this is animalistic. <laughs> this is animalistic yeah. behavior. Like, this no, is what monkeys do. Yeah. I know. This is fucking weird. She's presenting herself to me and she just turns around and, like, I don't remember what she said, but I'm just like, hey. <laughs> and I pretty much just cut the conversation short and kind of walked away and that was that was the end of it but there are desperate women like there is no way and i'm not i'm not some supermodel so it's like you can go yeah. to a bar being just an average looking guy and you can definitely yeah, find the something. thing is it's like people focus so much on their perceived flaws when it doesn't like i got the probably the most pussy in my life when i was completely psychotic <laughs> like i was in psychosis constantly so like I thought there were like microchips in my wrists. I thought the bugs had cameras and they were filming me and shit. I think I think before you continue, it's important to address that you you are diagnosed with schizophrenia. I uh, yeah no I am. Um, it it w- I wasn't diagnosed then, um, but you know I've basically had you know the same deal running for a long time. In fact, I've got you know much better handling it over time. But at the time, I I was basically like constantly in a state of psychosis. And, you know, I didn't really care about my physical appearance. I wasn't, you know, hideous. Um, and I wasn't, you know, a beast. I wasn't, you know, any of these things. But I wasn't, ca- like, trying. And I would wear the same clothes I did when I was a kid sometimes. You know, I'd wear, like, st- I'd sleep oh. outside a lot. So it's like I'd be sleeping in, like, train stations. So you've got, like, a psychotic teenager sleeping in train stations, and he could still get pussy. It's like... Okay. I'm sorry, but I don't <laughs> buy a lot of these excuses. Okay, yeah, I'm thinking of like a guy in like a dingy jacket and a shirt that is like showing the like very bottom half of their stomach, like a very <laughs> small shirt. No, no, I I wore big shirts, but apart oh, okay, from, I wore big shirts and I I wore like a hoodie usually at the time, like a zip up one, um, and jeans, but like, uh. You know, it wasn't exactly uh, no, high you're fashion. Not, you're not looking your best. I thought, and I also wouldn't sleep for weeks. So it's like I have no sleep. I felt like all of this shit going on. Yeah, and that, that definitely it, doesn't help with the psychosis. Yeah, of course. But, you know, they tie, they're tied together. And the thing is, n- none of this has ever really been a problem for in terms of this. Obviously, it's a problem in terms of like the rest yeah. of my life in ways. But in terms of getting pussy, yeah, it's like I'd say it's probably affected it a little. Like I could probably be do better without it, but you know, it is what it is, and it's never really stopped me. But you know what that is? You know, that's what it goes to show that if you don't have a brutal fucking personality, you're pretty okay. It's like if you've just got one thing. If you're it's interesting like, in some fucking way, you're gonna yeah. get sniz. You can get, dude. You can get sniz off anything. You can get sniz off just being like 
the least ugly guy in the bar at the time. I guess well, it's being like, you know, the only guy that isn't a complete dickhead. You can, you know, a lot of people have crippling confidence issues. You can get snizz off just not having that in the moment or pretending not to have it, even if you do have it. Yeah, that's that's another thing is just kind of pretending you have confidence. But there's a, I have a buddy, former buddy. I don't really talk to him much anymore, but um, guess I, I mean, I guess he'd be considered homeless. He didn't really have a place that he called home, kind of would just drift around. Yeah. And uh, and that guy got the most you know pussy of anyone that i know probably yeah. he would just he would just drift around like he didn't there were days he'd go out he'd go without showering you know kind of like what sailor yeah, was yeah. saying a little bit ago you know wearing the same clothes he maybe you know he he was the definition like he was that guy carrying a little stick with a sack like he didn't have much of any possessions but he would float around to different houses he was cool to talk to smooth talker and whatnot and uh you know, he would just go to house parties and stay at different houses. And he ended up meeting so many different women just by floating around. And, you know, it, it's, it is crazy. Like the, the whole incel thing doesn't really exist unless you, uh, unless you want that to be a reality in a way. Yeah. Um, this one dude, I won't say his name cause I don't want to, I don't want to blow up his spot, but like he, like I was like talking to him for a bit. And uh, I would hear his, like, issues of, like, you know, these fucking women, they don't want to talk to me and stuff. They're like, well, have you thought about what's wrong with you? And he's like, no, yeah. No, it must be that. Yeah, I was like, he's like, well, yeah, I'm kind of chubby, but, like, you know, I'm, like, I got, I'm, a, I'm like, working, I'm doing stuff. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, I'm giving him, like, a pep talk. Yeah. And, uh. As I start to like give him more advice, I start to realize he had like a really fucking brutal, like brutal personality hey. to the point where I was like, well, just like, you know, talk to these girls that you're interested in and just, you know, see what's up with them. And then you can kind of work from there. And then he tells me, no, not joking. Why would I talk to a woman for 30 minutes if I'm not going to get anything out of it? Yeah, you see, the problem there is just a lack of self-awareness, yeah. which is a pretty big problem and a pretty common one. Uh, just across that's people. Just, that's, when you, that's when I realized, oh my god, this guy might never get pussy. No, but I, I kind of <laughs> see his point. He's kind of right in a lot of ways. Well, just the not wanting to talk to a woman fame. Yeah, you know I, what? I won't elaborate on that further, but I think okay. he's right in a lot of ways. Okay, good point. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like there. Okay, there's there's a difference. There's like I don't want to talk to them versus having a conversation that could lead you to pussy. This guy was just under the presumption that no woman will ever say anything that will interest him. Like, yeah, well, it's because you're not exactly don't... a book of wonders yourself, pal. <laughs> also, people don't realize that women are just people. It's like really fucking weird, um, because it like it's not that different. It's women are people. Just treat people like people, and you'll probably be fine. Yeah. And it, it leads to like a bunch of different responses because you know not everybody goes the harsh route he does. Some people go the opposite way. 
they go like polar opposite and like women are perfect divine beings and it's like that's also creepy and weird this is the way he like said it yeah way he said it made me think that yeah the way he he kind of phrased it made me think that well if i do survive the 30 minutes if they don't give me pussy they're bad people yeah it's where it's the idea that he's owed or there's an obligation yeah um but I mean, it's a pretty. The thing is, I think having a personality that brutal is actually pretty rare. I think that most of the sort of people you see online like this are really just like completely have crippling anxiety or just have never tried. And um, it's like it's a high bar set. Yeah, also, it's like there's people get when they don't actually interact with other people that much it's easy to develop weird ideas and it's like it's very easy to think that oh the reason nothing's working out for me is because you know my chin is too you know small (laughs) yeah 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 i I went to small chin school exactly that's why the women don't talk to me Yeah, I mean, it's it's easy to get in that sort of mindset, I think, when you don't ever interact with the actual world. Because online's not the same. It's like, online's fine, but it, people are very different online to how they are in real life, um, by and large. Yeah. I have what, is it, what, is it, uh, what is it like in, like, rural England? Because, I mean, like, here, I, I like to think of it as sort of a, a semi excuse for sort of the lack of, of women around my area is because I live in a less populated sort of rural area. Um, Can be. And I, I think that's a legitimate, a semi legitimate excuse. Maybe it's just me coping. I don't know, but what's it like in a, in rural England? I mean, I mean, it's a relatively small country. So is it mostly dense as far as population or is it pretty, no, pretty uh, sparse outside of um, like there's like, Basically, London and Manchester, and then you got a couple other big cities. I think Bristol might be third, are like where all the people are basically. And then in the countryside, you've got towns of like a few thousand. Um, what's, so, uh, what's Manchester like? Uh, Manchester's nice. It's it's you know uh, it's better than London. Um, are you saying there's a lack of browns in Manchester, or what are you getting? At? No, no, there's, there's, there's actually probably more than London. Um, ah, that's scary. But, uh, yeah, it's scary. I, it doesn't actually bother me too much. Uh, although I will say it's very funny because um, my cousins live in Manchester. Basically, the Jewish area uh, ended up just getting surrounded by Muslim areas, and the synagogue they go to is like past the Muslim area. So the amount of times they just get kicked the shit out of. Um, just going to the synagogue is pretty. It's a pretty common sort of deal. Oh, that's a real thing. They actually attack the Jews there. Yeah, well, it depends on what's going on at the moment, but it's not. You know, it's not exactly uncommon. It's not like the Jews are perfect either. I mean, a lot of them are dickheads and provoke it. Um, it's kind of like a situation where it's I a don't give really, and take. Yeah, I don't have that much empathy for most people involved. I think in individual situations, people can be victims, but overall, it's like, yeah, there's just a lot of antagonizing between these groups. So, shit like that, to... you have to take it a case by case basis. You can't just go, one person's bad, one person's good. You gotta, like, yeah. well, what could have happened? 
Yeah, that's true. But you see, that's the weird thing. Um, through and through, Sailor would probably identify as being a libtard, but he doesn't have the most libtard takes, so it's very surprising, you know. To I mean, see. I'm left wing. It's like I'm pretty yeah. far left wing too, but um, it's not really. I'm not exactly, you know, the Sailor wants Pike to know type. what she was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> not quite where I was going with it, but you know. <laughs> Why were you out that late at night? <laughs> Sailor also he has repeated me several times. Six million, really? I don't know. I don't know yeah, about that. I mean that one is true, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, fourteen million died in <laughs> the the Russian famines. Oh yeah, no, I heard that one before. It's uh I'll I think honest, is, I, I don't think get I, too I, involved I, with that sort of <laughs> I I I unironically think it is kind of weird how the lack of discussion around how many uh how many deaths around communism occurred, but uh, you know that's neither here nor there. I mean, it's mainly just brought up as a counterpoint when people bring up how many deaths were caused by other things. It's like you know, it's basically it's a weapon for Ben Shapiro to break out every now and then. (laughs) It's It's I guess it's probably it's, it's probably looked at as the sort of George Floyd died via death of cop and the white guy saying yeah but white people die by yeah, cop no, it's, it's, it's the same sort of deal where it's like but okay well it is, yeah i don't i don't make that same argument i just don't really care too much about the the black deaths of cop but i think like it is kind of it, it's worthy of discussion of like the the whole like communist death toll it's it's, it's like eh, it's a little weird that we ignore that but i don't know it's neither here nor there well, i guess but like um, listening to that book of bloodlands they, uh, yeah, it's brutal, but the way they describe most of the, like, a lot of these deaths happened over, like, many, many years, yeah. and very slow deaths. These weren't, like, uh, calculated executions. Yeah, no, like you people. can't really say that it was intentional in ways. You can argue whether it was, like, due to complete lack of caring. You can argue a lot of things, but... um it's kind of a different I would, setup. I would argue that I'd rather die in a gas chamber than die due to intentional starvation, due to like famine and burning of crops and that kind of shit. Like I'd probably, but I don't think either way is a great way to go. Really, no. I mean, I'd rather not die in either of those cases. But I'm just saying, like, I'd rather a quick yeah. death than starvation or something along those no, lines. There was, was big talks of like people, like whole towns, going hungry. And instead of like continuing to work on the farms to ensure food, they would go into like a minor psychosis, minor psychosis of just like, I will find more food somewhere else other than on the farm field. Which is a pretty common experience with uh, starvation. And then Stalin, uh, his, which caused more death uh, when they, he, okay, he would steal farm grain used to plant the next harvest he would take it and then so when that the next harvest was poor he'd go obviously they're holding out food because uh duh and then it's like so less and less harvests he'd just be like well they're just stealing duh yeah i gotta be honest i I don't know enough to be sure on all of these things i did study it but it was 
a long time ago now. Uh, for me, anyway, my brain's like a fucking sieve. Um, yeah, I don't, but, I don't, as an American, I don't know a lot about it myself, but I feel confident enough to speak on it uh, with full assurance that I'm oh, right. Yeah. And I uh, think that's a reasonable statement. <laughs> no, I don't know a lot about it. I, I really I mean, don't. My I, family emigrated uh, between uh, attempts at Russian Revolution. Uh, it's hard to pinpoint the exact year we emigrated because everyone was fucking little as shit. So, and. Right. Uh, not my many documents survived. In fact, so, um, one bit of my family, we like know we're Russian. The other bit, we don't really know where they're from. Um, so it's like, you know, they're Ashkenazi, but I think we think on balance, it's likely that it was probably Latvia. Um, but there, you know, there, are, there are a lot of Jews that immigrated from uh latvia to western europe right and yeah. the US. why I mean, is it was that a common they... thing I, it's just the country was not exactly a great spot to be <laughs> such yeah, okay. thing. like it's the same thing as usual really i mean i know there's different opinions online about you know the jewish people and their movements but i think um it probably wasn't the friendliest place of all time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Basically, we emigrated to the UK, and uh, you know, uh, my granddad joined the army when he was uh, the second he was eligible, all that sort of thing. Fought in the, you know, well, great granddad fought in like the First World War uh, for Britain. It, like it was all that sort of thing, really. It was like you could sort of make something. Uh, here whereas it doesn't seem like you can make much anywhere else yeah this i mean oh, okay i i do sound like a fucking know-it-all when it comes to the book but it was well, reasonable you read the book yeah i'm not all the way done like uh the prelogue like just the, the foreword the prologue was... yeah the prologue was just so much it was about four hours of just awful shit and then it goes chapter one the soviet famines like i was like yeah i was like yeah okay that was the most brutal shit i've ever heard and here's where it gets worse (laughs) yeah uh, and they uh, they had to clarify that they go off of uh, the only records they could find from German intelligence, right? Because the like all like all of Ukraine at that time was just in shambles. Yeah, well, record keeping was terrible at the time in general, um, and it was uh, like a lot of records got destroyed. Things weren't recorded correctly. I mean, there was complete mess really yeah they talk about letters and shit like people saying oh i had to take a train through ukraine and people and dying mothers were holding their skeleton like babies with bulbous stomachs to the window begging me to take them away like just to like stuff like that take this baby away from this place but you know, I just, 
And if you want to fucking, if you want to overdose on black pills, read that book. <laughs> I'm all right, I think, to be honest. <laughs> I don't mind a little bit of misery in my books, but you know. Yeah, I fucked up by starting that at work. And oh, that's rough. I was just like. Yeah, that's a good way to get real black pills. Yeah, I was just like staring at the wall, just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anymore. Fuck. What uh? What? What do you guys feel about uh? How do you guys feel about uh? E dating. Um. I mean, being in all right. For example, you sailor, you're in a very small country. For me, yeah. it's less ideal. For me, in uh, in patterns, it's less ideal. The United States is vast. There's less of a reason to e date. But for someone in a small country like like England. You know, would you consider going, you know, to Ireland or or to maybe mainland uh, Europe, you know, France or I mean, something? I wouldn't. I don't mind dating people um, that aren't from, you know, the part of England I'm from. Last, actually, no, it's two years ago now. I had an Italian exchange student girlfriend, um, but she lived there at the time, right? She was, yeah, she was in um, Wales at the time, but her, like, obviously, we broke up before she went back, so it wasn't really a problem. But you know, I was fine with that. Uh, I would never e-date, if I'm being honest, and I don't really, I'm kind of anti-e-dating, which I know seems more controversial than I was expecting in this sort of space. Yeah, I don't know uh, if it's controversial or not. I, I don't I don't know about e-dating myself. I think it's probably mostly a bad idea, though I do fall into the uh, tra- the, the, the traps of the, uh, the e-girls. And that you do like your e-girls. You've got a I taste. Like- <laughs> uh I think it's unhealthy in a number of ways. I think basically the problem is like if you're forming these relationships based on who you are online, it's very, I don't think it's easy to transition that into a, a physical sort of real life relationship. And I also think it's very easy to become satisfied with this sort of fake online life that you're living. And it will only hinder you in terms of actually finding like genuine fulfillment because these I don't think these relationships are actually fulfilling. I think they just do enough to sort of take that edge off. So I'm a hot I, take. Yeah, I'm against it really. What's I'm your a hot take? take? I think it's okay in moderation. You know, okay. you're not because there's like, you know, these types who they uh they talk Cereal. to a chick a little bit, and they're just like, well, that's my wife now. Yeah, they're in the bio instantly, and they're getting married and having 17 kids. Yeah. You're like, okay, but you guys are a thousand miles away. What are you going to do about that? Love has I think no that's distance, what makes it possible, you know? though. Yeah, there, there is. A, there, is there are. I mean, I have seen long-distance sort of... Uh, it can it, work, but it can work. There's like it a certain work. type of people who think that it will work a hundred percent of the time. Well, uh, it's, I, I'd say it has less of a probability of IRL relationships significantly, but also, yes, I think it does take a certain type of people for that sort of relationship to work. I think it takes some pretty bound and determined people uh, for something like that to work, but also. I do think it's significantly less less of a chance that it's going to work than if you live 
in reasonable driving distance of one another. See, I don't actually have a problem with long distance relationships. Um, I've, I've got many friends that are in long distance relationships. Um, some of them date American girls. Some of them, I mean, my friend right now is in Korea with his girlfriend of like three, four years now. Yeah, uh, dude, he fucking he at the jackpot. Bro, well, he got no pussy, no attention in school, tried hard. Dude but it's got the nothing. Same, it's the same. Went same to uni, vibe. got loads of Korean pussy. It's the same. same yeah, dude. Same Everybody concept, gets though. their bag. <laughs> no, I think I think long distance relationships are different from e dating for me. And they're quite so. distinct. I See, think, I think um, they're very similar. How do you think they're different? Well, I think it's to do with how you meet more than anything. And I think if you meet somebody in person to begin with and establish a relationship, you know, there, and then it becomes a relationship over distance, that's fine. Okay, well, I agree with that. I agree with that. Whereas if you start a relationship, um, you know, over Twitter or online, I think the chances that it's the same in real life are actually very low. I think a lot of people um, don't handle themselves the same way. in both places, and I might be talking at my ass here because um, I think I handle myself the same way, mainly both on you know real life and online. Uh, but I generally get the feel that you know you get really shy people that are incredibly confident online, and I think when it oh, comes yeah. to transitioning a relationship between people that was possible because of this sort of distance, because I think for a lot of people that are quite nervous about this sort of thing it's actually easier for them to be like, okay, well, they're a thousand miles away. Rather than that being a barrier, that sort of enables them to be like more confident, more like, well, you know, I'm not going to have yeah. to necessarily they're do Mr. this in real cool. life. They're doing all the cool shit. Yeah, you know. I'm, you know. Yeah, I, also, I also think that, I agree, and I think that just being, communicating online is not a real sort of representation of how a person is. It's like, I mean, us talking in real time is probably a better representation, but like you messaging people back and forth, it's like, that's not real because you have time to think about what you're going to say. You can, you know, if you're about to type if you, if, in real life, if, if you'd say something maybe regretfully, yeah, you have time to just hit the backspace and type something different. You know, it's, it, and that goes on both sides, not just myself, but them as well. It's like, yeah, it, you know, it's, it, it's not a real, it's not it's it's sort of manufactured dialogue in the sense that you're the best you can be you you're saying the best you can say and you're doing the best you can do as opposed to your natural self where it's there's errors and there's things that you're saying that maybe you didn't want to say and maybe you're revealing more in those initial thoughts and sentences than you would online where that stuff's kind of being covered up so i, I don't know it's it's not it's not ideal well, also, from my perspective, I think a lot of people find it much easier to be genuine and open online uh, in the way they are. Yeah. So I think um, you get people that are incredibly closed off in real life um, being incredibly open online, and then you get a situation where they're not the same person in real life because this might be who they actually are, but they're not able to be that person. And it, I think the thing is it's very easy to fall into these relationships and believe you've got something going on and to dedicate years of your life to this. But you have to sincerely think about what you really want. And if you really want like this 
wife and kids, you really want this sort of fulfilling life, I think is a bad, bad approach. Uh, I think it will likely just sort of do enough to get you by and, you know, pass the time, but it doesn't actually end up with where you want to be. Yeah. No, I agree. This is a weird, like, fuck. Okay. Something that, so the problem might lie with just people with, like, personal problems. Like, uh, I talked about the dude with the personal, the brutal personality online. Yep. There was a person that I used to work with, he quit. Who, he didn't have an outward brutal personality, but just seeing the way he uh, held himself made me like, oh, fuck, this is, this is the incel guy who says, I can't get pussy. He would show up to work, clock in, and he was like a short guy. And he did this weird things with his shoulders. I was all, I would always make fun of the, I would always tell the other coworkers, uh, like, okay, so, so imagine the way you like square your shoulders, yeah, but like overdo it and like put it to your ears. Oh yeah, just like he walked around like that. That's yeah, that's not a good. Like the same way girls can fall into walking around like a duck. <laughs> yeah. So he was like doing that, and he's just like walking around looking like a fucking box. And I would always go to the other coworkers. I'd be like, I'd like clap at them to get their attention, and I'd do the thing. And then, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he was like so fucking like brutal. And the way he'd like talk to people was just like, from day one, yo, what are we doing? Are you sure you want to do that, bro? Hey, bro, I know how to do that. Be careful. Like, it's like, so fucking like, what are you doing? Like, this is not your personality. You're just being this caricature of a fucking the guy. Yeah. There's not even chicks here, dude. We're all guys. <laughs> Relax. But he's just so fucking in it. And then, you know, I he comes in with this big backpack. Okay. A little weird to have your backpack stuffed like that. For like an eight-hour shift, but, you know, whatever. Or each to their own. And then he walks into the, the kind of like a break area. Pulls out a laptop, the the flip ones that go around. Oh, yeah. So it's like almost a small TV screen. Watches Naruto. Oh wow! What a legend! Like, oh wow! And then that's when the the sky cleared. I was like, oh, this is where this guy is getting it. He's just so fucking anime spaced out that he's like (laughs) i need to be the the dude guy or else people won't respect me that's that's a good uh sort of description what you said earlier like i think 
I don't know. There's a, men should be men should be masculine, of course, but like there's sort of an an unnatural le- like there's a there's a point where guys are just kind of this caricature of masculinity where they're just yeah. kind of doing the things thing that is, they that's think. not masculine to do though. That's and it's obvious to everybody. Yeah, like, there's that. Level. There's that, or there's just like things that don't necessarily define masculinity and they're doing it anyway like this sort of like i have to act like this tough guy you know this weird like laughing as ryan gosling from fucking drive or whatever yeah yeah i'm just like ryan gosling right (laughs) it's that that sort of stuff as opposed to just kind of being the stoic like reserved man you know it's like i'm gonna go out of my way to prove to everyone that i'm a man by doing x y and z which just makes it really fucking gay and cringe and like, fair, i think you get people that do the same thing but with being stoic where they're clearly not sincerely feeling this way yeah 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 no i mean if but you're like if you're forcibly trying to be stoic then yeah it's the same result but if you were na- like you can tell a distinct difference between a man who is naturally just yeah. a masculine man who is stoic and quiet and just does this thing like the men who are the, the most masculine men that i know are not like going out of their way to do that. They're not, they're not being a certain person They're They just are that, you know, where yeah, like, yeah. then there's a crop of men who are just like so emasculated and ballless that they have mm-hmm. to like go out of their way to do manly things or that, or what they perceive as being manly things to try to yeah, prove yeah. To everyone that they have balls. This, and the guy that I was talking about hurt himself multiple times by lifting medium weight things oh dear, that's a tragic place person to yeah. be like it's also like people that go in on day one of the gym and they're like oh i'm gonna squat my body weight and <laughs> break this fine and it's like I'm well a, <laughs> i'm a deadlift 250 just watch <laughs> do you ever see it because like i haven't been to the gym properly in years um i need to go back on us that fucking uh, there's there's types like that. Us, that's just like a normal. You, yeah, no, they have like protocol for that now. They're like, yeah. hey, I gotta see you do one rep of something before I let you go all out. Yeah, well, they you might die. It's like, but it's like you see people just do this, and it's like there are like four people in here, none of which are women. It's okay. You don't have to do that, mate. I'm not gonna think less of you if you lift and like. Even if you're like just squatting the bar, I'm like, yeah, sure. It's like I I think more of somebody if they're doing that. It's like there's a respect that comes from genuineness, and it's the and it's the same with everybody. I think I think most people, when they see someone behaving authentically, are much more like yeah, accepting that it's like you see somebody that's being honest. It's something i can respect if i see somebody that's like bluffing so hard it's kind of just like like i i if someone's being authentic and they are like the least stereotypically manly man ever that's still way more respectable than the guy that is just laughing yeah and it's because it's it's just embarrassing for everyone involved really i think there's something Unironically, I think you can be more interesting as a person if you try to like learn what you want to do. 
Like yeah, there's like all these that. people who are trying to jump in on the middle level. Like Yeah, I get I get the idea. Jump in on the middle level, eat shit and go like, well this shit's gay. <laughs> That's so common. Yeah. It happened with a bunch of the with the fucking I'm doing computer science at university. And in first year I came in with like basically I'd made mods for some games and that was it. I had no real computer science experience. I'd made mod for games and I'd use I used Linux. That was really my only experience. Um and I was very open up front about that. I was like, yeah, no, I'm new to this, so if I get stuck on stuff, I'll ask, you know, the teacher, I'll ask the lecturer, whatever. There were so many people in the first year that were like, Yeah, I've been programming since I was two. Yeah, you know, I've you know <laughs> been doing this since yeah, I was an like... infant. And the amount of people that were like that and then just failed in first year. And it was like, well, who who were you impressing? It's like, if you were just honest like me, you'd have done better. It's like you could have actually got something out of this. But because yeah. you had to bluff your way through, you had to pretend that you already knew things. You never gave yourself a chance to actually become something. Yeah, fucking dudes who, in like an after-school program, made a, like a uh, educational website. Like uh, inside of another program, going well. Obviously, I can make a game now. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. Now I'm gonna be a AAA developer. Yeah. Tomorrow. Like, Same way. Well, almost everybody is doing the fucking games development course instead of just the CS course. Yeah, it's crazy because uh, they're like, well, obviously, I'm gonna be the director of the next AAA game. Uh, no, you're not. And you're going to work also... for less than minimum wage, and you're going to yeah. be overworked, and you know, it's not going to be fun, and it might take away any pleasure you actually get from playing video games. Yeah, and also, as like as a teacher, you should probably tell your students, All right? So you're not in Korea right now, so you're so fucked. You're undeniably fucked right now, because a lot of uh. You AAA game development yeah, gets outsourced. shipped out to Korea. The same animation. Yeah, and they mm. they go hard. Well, and, they work uh, more hours for cheaper, and it's like you know you're yeah. gonna get exploited if you do this, and if you're fine with that, that's okay. But you have to understand what you're trying to get yourself into. And yeah, I think but a there's lot of almost just bluffing it. There's almost, uh, like it's there's something genuine about that, of like you know yeah. you're kind of getting ripped off instead oh, yeah, of being great. this like pompous asshole who's like, well I'm gonna work half of that, and then yeah. obviously be better than them. Like no, they're making better animations than you. Yeah, they're working harder, but you know they're doing well, work. Well, it's you're like somebody you might... who is like. I'm educated, so I should be worth more. Like, no, that's not exactly the case. Like, they're also educated. That's the other thing. It's yeah. Like, they're actually educated. You have, you know, sort of built this idea of yourself, and instead of actually taking the steps to become that person, you've just sort of jumped into being that person. It's yeah, like they're jumping you know, into the middle bracket. It's just embarrassing, though. It's like, in my view, it's the least masculine thing you could do, and. It's just like it's a really common thing with young guys, and it's fine. 
because a lot most people do this at some point and then they fuck it up and realize it's not that i for a period when i was like 13 14 was trying the whole like i'm a stoic silent guy which i'm not i'm pretty <laughs> fucking far from that you know it can be masculine in other ways but i'm not a stoic silent guy and it yeah, was just mysterious <laughs> yeah bro i'm a fucking I'm a real mystery. I did that yeah. shit. You're wearing like a black coat and a hat, and you're just like, somebody's gonna oh, yeah. come, come up to me and ask me questions. So I'm gonna be like, I can't tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I'll just give vague answers. And it was like the exact age where you're sort of like, you know. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, Trust yeah. me. I, like, it's I like know early the puberty type. for a lot of people, but I'd already hit puberty younger, so I had a deep voice. Um, Compared to everyone else, I mean, it's the same voice I have now. <laughs> it hasn't changed in like fucking however many years. And I was like, I'm dark and mysterious. And it's like, <laughs> I'm not dark. I'm not especially mysterious. It's like, I'm just a dude wearing a hood up inside oh, or a dude. beanie hat. And it's like, I realized that pretty quick. And I was like, okay, well, I'm a mug. Um, and dude. I sort of moved on from it pretty easily. I know that specific type because it's like it's so you're doing that and in your head you're just like so many people are thinking about me they're wondering what I'm up to <laughs> they're so they're so worried or they're so curious but I won't tell them like <laughs> well they're like in that setting everybody's in their own fucking head so they don't even notice you yeah well, that was the main thing it's like but also to be fair I have you know latent severe mental illness so i thought everybody was looking at me the whole time anyway um, <laughs> so that probably didn't help that setup but the point is it's fine to be this to like make these mistakes but at a certain point you've sort of got to learn from them you got to be like okay well i tried being something i'm not how about i try and find out what i am and you know if i don't like it maybe i can work to change it Hopefully, but not a fucking drop a little. Hey, eat this black pill. A lot of people don't fucking get that until their fucking thirties. Yeah, at, but if at if if anything, thing is, I think it's possible. For, I think a lot of people know it on some level. I, I don't think the people that are going around pretending that they're like you know Naruto in real life really fully believe that they're an Naruto. I think on some level they're like this is well, a game I'm pretending and people will, will be able to tell on some level. They flip and, and reverse it and go like well, obviously they okay, they go like I'm kind of a problem, but the world is the big problem. Oh yeah. And that's but where we like oh fuck, we're all fucked now. The thing is I think it's possible for people to change and grow from these things. Um, a lot of my friends, you know, been in similar spots before. And, you know, whenever, you, as a friend, it's kind of your duty when you see a friend being a fucking dick and making a mug out of himself, you got to slap some sense into him and be like, hey, you're embarrassing yourself. You're not this person. Accept it, you know, move on. And I don't know why that's, you know, like, it's a normal thing. It should be normal. If you see your friend acting like a dickhead, you can be like, hey, you know, 
think about what you're doing. If you guys ever see me uh, acting like a dickhead, I mean, just just point it out, and yeah. uh, you know, I'll I'll do my best to uh, rectify that. But well, you don't have uh, to rectify it; you just have to think about what you're doing. It's like that's the yeah. other thing. It's like uh, people, like I'm, I'm not trying to impose any value systems on people because everybody has their own ideas about what's right and wrong. Really, for me, it's more like if I see somebody that I don't think that they are actually following what they believe is right it feels really fucking wrong i think that's like the worst sort of thing you can do like i I view that very seriously and part of that is probably just from my schizophrenia from being honest because well like a constant thing where there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that that yeah but like i have a constant belief that this sort of i that notion god telling me what is right yeah, but that notion that you feel, I think, like, like I do things contrary to my own thoughts on values yeah. and that. Like, I everybody know, does. It's, you know, that's sin, right? So yeah. it's like, you know, I I wouldn't be too opposed to someone saying, "Hey, uh, you know, maybe question what you're doing here." You know, that that's not a yeah, it's not a big deal. But I do. Uh, we are coming up on uh, two hours. Oh, yeah, we should be going for like a long ass fucking time. So uh, yeah, I did want. It wouldn't be the first time. Uh... Yeah, before we end up uh, ending this, I just wanted to ask you guys your thoughts. Uh, diaper girlfriends, hot button topic. What do you think about that? That's a tough Bad. call. Bad. Are we, are we just talking about pissing in diapers? Or are we talking shit? Because that's a whole uh, ballpark. For the sake of for the sake of rational argument, we'll say just piss because I don't think I'd be too into uh, shitty diapers. But uh, just pissing. I, mean, I, I gotta say, if it was a woman, I really loved. I could probably look past that. I don't think I could, but it's an interesting thought. I, I, I'd, I'd be willing to be like, okay, well, let's try and work this out. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be like immediate. Like, okay, I'm sorry, I can't look at you ever again. Now I feel like I could try and work on it. Also, we're assuming this isn't some medical condition. This is just something they. Yeah, bomb. no, I'm assuming this is just a fetish. It's for fun. Yeah, it's a fetish. It's a fetish type thing. Now, a word from the opposition. In the irrational camp. Yes, I'd be into it if I was allowed to uh, crack her in the ribs with an aluminum bat until she pissed herself. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that goes without saying, that's every man's cream. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the uh, prerequisite for um, diapers and pissing and whatnot. You got to be able to crack, crack them in the ribs. Yeah, yeah. That actually, that was in my dream that I was talking about off record. Where I oh, did yeah. tackle the kid and I just punched him in the like the kidney liver area oh, over yeah. and over again, like really uh, hard. Well, what, I've what always punch- been a huge fan of the organ punches, especially <laughs> in the liver, but kidneys great too. Um, yeah. Like I, I watched a Bass Rutan tape when I was a little kid, and he was you know an MA fighter that was known for his like liver punch, and uh, I always used that when fighting people. <laughs> I'm, I've that never very, noticed anyone piss true. themselves, but I've always wanted to just, you know. I think some people do someone. piss themselves if you get them like really good in the kidney. Yeah, I think they do, but I think it's like quite hard to do. And also, I've never noticed it happen. It might have actually happened a bit. Also, it seems a, a bit much to make to fuck with someone's organs or brain or anything like that. It shuts. Look, the thing is, it recovers better than if you just bat the fuck out of their head. Like brain damage, you're not undoing. 
Um, I won't uh, I won't name the name of uh, the person, but they're a semi-prominent person on any Twitter that prompted the thought of this sort of diaper girlfriend. They had a girlfriend who was a diaper girl and okay. unbeknownst to them, they, uh, you know, she, um, she went down on him and then later he discovered that she was a diaper girl. <laughs> That's and, uh, and yeah, it just made me kind of question some things like, would that be something that I, you know, would be okay with and X, Y, Z. So yeah, well, actually, I remember, um, Chase, you remember when Lucas was dating Rue? Uh, the the um, trans woman who had a diaper fetish? Uh, oh. It was Space Geeko, yeah. Just for a guy. Yeah, I'm th- <laughs> I think Shanks is trying to remember uh, the Lucas room. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Wait, oh, so he was dating who? Uh, Rue Maru. At the time, that um, this came that out later. Sounds, it sounds familiar, but no. Yeah, I, she I was big on Twitter at the time. Um, I don't. She's probably still big on it. Anyway, trans women with diaper fetish. Just you know, letting so, you know. It, the conversation just reminded me of the good old days. <laughs> so all in all, sailor is accepting. I am not. But I'd be willing with, to give it a shot. I'll be honest. Like, if, if well, I got okay. like, I'm, like, okay, if there was a reasonably good-looking girl who approached me and she just had some weird sort of diaper thing, like, I think even <laughs> yourself patterns, you'd have to be willing to at least evaluate uh, the situation. Yeah, at, at least with, with violence. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, okay, you that could be the compromise you reach, though. You're like, yeah. okay, look, I will, I will accept your fetish. You have to accept me beating the fuck out of you. Yeah, That's can, a fair I, trade. can I hurt you? Yeah. That, and a lot of women little, like that anyway. So that makes a little bit more sense. But I'm just saying, like, like, yeah, I would be, you know, at least open to exploring, you know, the root cause. Like I it's kind of a, another one of those I can save her sort of situations. Like I I can save her, you know. I can oh, you want to release you know what? Diapers are like the, the shackle. So you wanna like oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah, if you're gonna well, break her that easy. Yeah, that's a tough one. I feel like that's a lot of psychological situations you'd have to undo to. <laughs> I think from I think it's I think it's folklore. I don't think these girls really exist. Like good-looking girls who are just walking around for fetish purposes, wearing diapers. I I doubt it exists, but if it I, does, I, like, I bet it's it very does. Real. It's I've very never dated real. a diaper girl, but I've dated girls that have like completely bizarre fetishes. Um, really, and I've you know, Such yeah, I've, been, I've gone along with pretty much everything to be honest because I'm quite an accepting person, and it's like if there's stuff I don't like, I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. But, um, Sailor's yeah. just a sicker dude, he's like, no, it's because yeah. it, it's like I, I just don't really care. I'm like, yeah, sure, if that's what you know, any holes the goal. So, what, uh, what were some of these, if you don't mind me asking, what were some of these? Um, I the, uh, let me think. There's a girl that I slept with in her parents' bed while she called me dad. Okay, and dad. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a weird one for me. There was a girl who uh, liked to wear fairy tale butt plugs. Oh, wait, um, that's less that, weird. I think that's becoming more. I, I, yeah, I was like, look, I can't do. If you're gonna buy a fursuit, I can't. You know, that's too far for me. But if you're gonna do that, yeah, sure. Wait, what was the? What was the? Can you re-say that? Say that again. Repeat that. Uh, 
if she was going to like buy a fursuit. No, no, no. I mean, what I mean, what was the initial? I, I actually did miss what was the initial fetish. She wore a for she wore a fursuit for what? No, she she wore a tail butt plug, like fairy tail oh, butt plugs. Oh, and stuff. oh, oh, I yeah. And she'd wear like ears sometimes, and I think she had a fursona that she drew, but she didn't have a fursuit. I could live with that. Get that one, she was actually like incredibly ashamed of, and only came out quite late into it. Um, let me think. I uh, respectable piss stuff. Yeah. Both ways, really. Um, doesn't. I'm not trying to drink piss, to be honest, but I don't mind pissing on someone. I can live with that. Uh, um, the girl my that was in for sailor has gone down. <laughs> like, I'm, if I'm pissing, I'm pissing. It's like, don't bother yeah, me. but it's just like so fucking. It's on the degenerate scale. It like. Oh yeah, no, it's bad. Yeah, I you're don't, definitely I don't better disagree. than the. You're definitely better than the pissy. But yeah, doing but the it's still thing like, is like fuck you. You put yourself in that situation. Wait, I will say it's hard to like treat someone with the same respect afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like yes, yeah, like, no, I did. I, yeah, <laughs> that one. It was weird afterwards. <laughs> um, let me think. Uh, oh yeah, this was one that was too far for me. A girl that wanted me to like carve stuff into her. I was like, no, I can't do that. It's, for one thing, I knew that that was grievous bodily harm in the UK. So it's like, even if she consented, uh, I consent, blah, blah, blah. And even if it, like, if it ever came out, even if in court she was like, you yeah, know, I consented, I asked for this, that's still grievous bodily harm. So I was like, yeah, I can't read. Really, yeah, that's too far. How many like? Do you have her email? Um, I might have a Facebook, but she is in England as far as I'm aware, so probably not that close to you. We'll be a long distance relationship. <laughs> you got a long distance cut, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell her. Yeah, I, I uh, asterisk cut your name into your leg asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do the MSN cybersex style. Oh my god, I miss that. That was uh, my shit when I was like thirteen. There's some, but yeah. there's some cool shit, man. Like I can't pretend to be like the paragon of sexual purity, um, but mainly yeah. it's just like if somebody's like, yeah, no, this is what I really like. I'm like, yeah, I can go along with it to a degree. Hey, um, man, we're in the same boat. I can't be either. I uh... let's just say my first time ended with me in a laundry room with my best friend's girlfriend that was okay, my first yeah. time so that's, that's like a bad yeah. like so i started up there yeah it's really uh, hard to come down yeah my first time i was 13 and she was 17 wow so you know we've all had experiences that are questionable at best yeah, that's. Oh. <laughs> you know, when you start, when you start that high up, everything else is a little bit, yeah, whatever. I think the main thing is I've just mellowed out over the years. Really, it's like when you're like a fucking teenager, you're like, yeah, anything for pussy. Yeah, when you do a lot of downers, like yeah, you kind of mellow out. No, I, I, I'm. To be fair, I've been mainly sober this year. 
outside of like, boy. some stuff. <laughs> Even though morphine isn't something to scoff at, just doing it once is like, oh wow. <laughs> I mean, I had like injury. I had various injuries that like I was in like constant pain anyway. So like, I would take it with an upper. I'd take the daffinal. Uh, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but it's like a alertness slash awake drug. So think of it like mild Adderall. And, like generic uh, Adderall. No, it's not Adderall. It's like a different drug, but it's you know no, same generic, sort of idea. Like a something like because Adderall is like a prescription most places. Yeah, but Adderall's so like prescription. A... You can't get it here. Oh fuck. But um, it's like a uh, it basically forces you to stay awake. Um, so okay. I take that with with morphine uh, throughout my work day, and then oh. I drink. A lot too. <laughs> so it wasn't the healthiest I've lived, but oh well. The point is, I managed to quit all of them cold turkey at the same time without any bother. You're you're making your only your own multivitamins. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was like, look, if you're gonna have a downer, you got to balance it out. I was, you know, calculating it. Yeah, this is amazing, right, Sailor? Where can the people find you online? Uh. Can they find me online? I've got a Twitter account, Sailor do, Road. Do, do you want people to find you online? Bro, I want to get like, you know, billions of No, not really. I, I don't really care if people find me online or not, to be honest. But his I account don't really tweet. Is, I just retweet really anime girls. As, as he said, though, his account is Sailor at Sailor on a Rope. At Sailor on a Rope. And mine is at Low Follower E Boy. And it's not a hanging reference, by the way. It's a reference to an old rave song, so... <laughs> I feel like I should clarify that, having heard it out loud. And you can find me at Unusual Patterns. Uh, couldn't say it earlier, because I forgot, but this is episode 11. We did it. Whoa, 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 whoa. We did it. If anyone listens to that end, this is a fucking long one. Yeah. It's a long, it's a long episode. We're going to have to have a sailor is going to have to come on again, whether it's with uh, me or maybe uh, index will, will take over throughout the week at some point. But there's a lot that needs to be talked about with a uh, sailor because he's an interesting guy. And uh, it's always nice to, to chop things up with sailor. So thank you. I appreciate for, that. I got a lot of time right I, now. I knew he had a lot of stories, but hearing him today, this it, we haven't even scratched yeah. the surface. I, there's there's yeah, like got like a huge amount of shit. Like, I just lived a fucking messy life. <laughs> there's there's a lot more I could ask Sailor that I know about, but I'm you know for the lack of uh, time that we have, I think we covered good ground. So this was fantastic. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was nice talking to you guys.